Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. In last week's youth series episode, Malavika and Anya, two of Tharaka's youth team members, discussed the importance of spending time alone and how that plays a vital role in the journey to self-love. Today, we will be rounding off our youth self-compassion series with an episode about meaningful passions and the importance of that. So without further ado, I will let Malavika and Anya take it away. Hey guys! In this podcast, I want to address how to find meaningful passions and learn to make them a regular part of our lives. The primary reason why I wanted to start a self-compassion series was so that I could expand on this particular lesson, because I think it's just that valuable. First of all, passions are not the things that we think sound the most impressive to colleges or our relatives. They don't even necessarily have to be what you're planning to pursue as a career, although you can. A passion is something you can do that both challenges you and makes you happy. It's vital to explore new things to figure out what we love. Some hobbies I have are baking, dancing, and arts. I would not have found these hobbies without trying them out first. If you're interested in something and want to see if it excites you, first, you need to find time to try it. You could also find out what skills come naturally for you. You might be an amazing baker or a great dancer, even if you haven't spent years learning these things. Yeah, for sure. And if you feel kind of stuck and you're also someone who's stuck to the same exact activity since you were a small child, those two things might be connected. For me, the process of figuring out what I love has been slow, but also rewarding. It wasn't exactly like I slowly, gradually realized the interests that make me happy, but it was more like I realized suddenly in high school that there were specific things throughout middle school and recent times that have motivated me and perked my interest a lot more than other things. Also, just as a disclaimer for middle and high schoolers, don't feel the need to lie to yourself for the sake of having the, quote, right interests. You can be a great CS major and future tech god and still be passionate about music or watercolor painting or Jane Austen books. If you are aiming for a career in STEM, it can be a great motivating factor to study if biology is truly your passion. However, if you are also passionate about writing or singing or painting, these interests can help you approach your future career with a unique perspective, which will ultimately only be an advantage when you're older. Right. And an important note to add is, a passion should also be slightly challenging. If you love writing, that's a great passion to have, because creativity and crafting good peace takes a lot of mental effort. On the other hand, Watching Netflix isn't something we could consider a meaningful passion because it's a passive activity that doesn't require your thought. Just because you want to pursue a certain pathway and have a particular future in mind doesn't mean you need to let go of everything unrelated to it. In middle school, most people are enjoying their hobbies and passions, but as they grow, they start to focus on their goal of having this specific career. When that happens, they lose what is important to them, what they love. That is why we should not only be focused on our goals, but also on our hobbies and passions. If you still can't seem to figure out the hobbies that make you happy, try asking yourself these three questions. One, what makes you lose track of time? Two, what do you love talking about? And three, what makes you the most proud of yourself?
Our last point is about learning not to compromise our passions. You have to find time to do these things we've mentioned, likely because your schedule probably already feels full. This new chunk of time is to unwind, get in our zones, and block out the rest. We all need a block of time, maybe 20 minutes a day, to do what we enjoy. Without this time, you might feel too busy to do something fun with yourself or others. If you feel like you don't have enough time to work on your passions, schedule in time. We always waste time here and there and still call ourselves productive. But writing down our to-do list and scheduling in our priorities leaves no room to lie to ourselves. If we get 8 hours of sleep a night, that leaves us 16 hours to get everything done. That's more than enough if you're productive, no matter the low standards you might have for yourself right now. Some of you might scoff at the idea of exploring new interests or figuring out your passions because your parents might disapprove. Thing is, if you really want to get your parents on board, then try to understand your parents' concerns. Take some time to overcome your frustration and then take some time later to put yourself in their shoes. Parents are always saying they know what's best for us, so give them the benefit of the doubt. Talk to them. Ask them why they don't support you and give them reasons why they should support you. Tell them how you are progressing with your hobby and how your interests and career goals are not mutually exclusive. And the best thing is, diversifying your interests adds depth to your character and worldview, which is something your parents might see value in. To wrap things up, many high schoolers I know struggle with spending their time in ways that are meaningful to them. Even though many people say college prestige is overrated, I do think it can provide you with a great education and an environment well suited for your personality. To me, it seems like many people haven't found their passions because their priorities have been schoolwork and extracurriculars for a long time. While many people love their extracurriculars, many others are doing them for validation and approval, whether it's that of their parents or college admissions officers. This is what I want to emphasize most in this podcast. No one benefits when you reject or ignore your interests, whether or not you figured out what they are. Colleges don't want a facade, and they don't want a one-dimensional STEM student who's limited themselves to a single interest their entire lives. No one can thrive by living a life based on the validation of others. You need validation from yourself first. You may or may not follow the advice this episode offers, but I just want to say, for a long, long time, I had no particular clear goals of my own and didn't really find life to be that meaningful or purposeful. It felt just mediocre, and I did the things that were expected of me and left it at that. Joining new clubs, figuring out my taste in music, reading cool books, spending more time with friends, journaling... These are the ways that I figured out what I like, such as writing, emotions, mental health, women's rights. And once I did, I never let any of those things go. In just a few words, one, make sure you understand what passions are and why they're significant to uncover. Two, explore your interests and find your passions. And three, invest time into them and don't compromise that time. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, 
we will be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.